0: listening to the daily roundup here as part of the reality steve podcast i'm your host reality steve oh boy good show for you today uh we've got to talk about some of the remaining schedule because it looks like it's changed we've got some bachelor in paradise talk we've got some uh, information on how i'm going to record on the road got some updates there i've got an olive garden story for you that um is just to die for and You probably wouldn't expect anything less from me. And then, of course, we are going to cover the Bachelors in the City podcast. Just closing up shop. See you. We're done. No forewarning of anything. Just, oh, yeah, by the way, we're done. That was our last podcast that they released yesterday. Quite interesting, to say the least. Anyway, we'll get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Dame Products. When you think of vibrators... You think of reality Steve. Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share, plus sex that you will look forward to. Use code reality steve to take 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. That's reality steve is the promo code. It gets you 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. All right, let's get going. First off, the schedule remaining for the rest of the season. When I posted it a couple weeks ago, that was from bustle And basically, it had laid out that part one of the overnight dates was going to happen next Monday, the 5th. Part two was going to happen the following Tuesday, the 13th. And then the finale and after the final rose was going to be Tuesday, the 20th. Well, last night or yesterday, when The Bachelor posted the rose ceremony footage that we never saw during Monday's episode because everyone there got a rose, it said on there in their caption, catch next week's overnight dates, Monday and Tuesday, the 5th and 6th. So seemingly, if their own Instagram account is posting that next week's episodes are the 5th and 6th, I'm guessing we're going to get back-to-back episodes of overnight dates next Monday and Tuesday. However, I don't know what that means for the finale. Are they going to air the overnight episodes, the 5th and the 6th, take a week off, and then air the finale on the 20th? Or is the finale being moved up to the 13th and then you have a week off in between the finale airing and Bachelor in Paradise starting? We don't know. We haven't been given any answers, but seemingly it looks like they're not splitting up the overnight dates into two separate weeks. It looks like it's going to be Monday and Tuesday of next week. That's according to their Instagram page. Once something becomes more official, whether it's the show making an official announcement on their Instagram page or Robert Mills addressing it, I will relay that to you. I can tell you this. Um, I know that Bachelor in Paradise is starting on the 27th. That's not going to change. At least I don't think it is. But I know because this season has been so wonky and so many people are like complaining about this season, which is understandable, it turns to, oh, I can't wait for Bachelor in Paradise to start. I'm just telling everybody not that I've seen Bachelor in Paradise or have any idea what's going to happen in terms of the episodes. I don't get any advanced copies. I know the spoilers to them. But all I'm saying is maybe temper your expectations a little bit because I hear this every season. It's the same thing. Oh, can't wait to see Bachelor in Paradise. I can't wait. It's the summer show. It's a lot more fun. And then about halfway through every Bachelor in Paradise season, we get, oh, my God, there's so much drama. This is ridiculous. They're not focusing on any of the couples. All they care about is the drama you're going to get the same thing this season. There's a lot of drama on the bachelor in paradise this season and you're going to get it. So not only that, you're going to get 42 people that show up down in Mexico at some point during the season. And I guarantee I'm going to be hearing the same things about halfway through bachelor in paradise this season. Like, Oh my God, it's too many people. I can't keep track of who is who these dates suck. All they focus on is the drama I'm telling you, you're going to get it. So, While you might be excited for something new and, you know, Paradise is here and you're just sick of the wonky format that they had to put Rachel and Gabby through, just know Bachelor Paradise isn't going to be any different. It's going to be the same show it is every summer. And every summer I literally hear the same thing, that fans get tired of all the drama and they think it's too long and they don't focus on the important things. Just know you're getting it again this summer. Um, Yesterday, I figured out how to record my podcast on the road. Every single podcast I've ever done, the 301 that I've released on Thursdays and every daily roundup outside of one, which was my live podcast that I you know, it was live when I recorded it. But then I, you know, two days later, it became my Thursday podcast was when Olivia Caridi was out here in Dallas and we recorded at the Addison Improv. It's the only time I've done a live podcast. Everything else has been sitting at my desk and doing it. But, you know, I'm going to Las Vegas next week. So Thursday morning's podcast will definitely be recorded the night before, before I leave. But I'm going to be in Vegas till Monday afternoon. So I'm going to record Friday's Daily Roundup next Friday and the following Monday's Daily Roundup while still in Vegas. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it because I was like, how how do I do this? I've never done it. But I played around on the Internet yesterday and basically you're going to get your podcast. It's going to sound different because I'm not going to be speaking into a microphone. I'm going to be recording it on my phone and then transferring it onto a computer and uploading it that way. So it'll sound different. Probably won't sound nearly as clear as me speaking into a microphone like I am now. But you're still going to get it. I'm not going to, because I'm out of town, just skimp out on the two podcasts. You know, it would be Friday September 9th, and then Monday, September 12th. You will get podcasts those days because I figured it out myself. I'm so proud of myself that I figured out how to record a podcast on my own. So you will be getting those come Friday the 9th and Monday the 12th. Now let's talk about Dustin and the Bachelors in the City podcast. When we last left our Bachelors in the City podcast on Friday... August 19th, they released the podcast where they talked about Nate. I discussed it that Monday on the uh, my last Monday's daily roundup, the 22nd. I gave you all my thoughts. You're very well aware of what I thought about what they did and how horribly they covered the Nate situation. Because Dustin is his friend, and of course he went to bat for him, but just said some really problematic things in that podcast. It was sexist. It was misogynistic. It was woman-shaming. I mean, just everything in the book was terrible. And I was wondering, I had asked it last week and other Dave Neil had covered it as well and was just like, I wonder if they're going to address it. Because on their Instagram feed, they had a clip from the show and the comments were over 300 comments when every single one of their other Instagram feed posts, when I looked, never had more than 20 comments. And this one had over 300. And 98% of them were just killing Dustin and saying like, no, you're wrong. This is, you shouldn't have said this. And they hadn't addressed it. A week passed. This last Friday was one week. Nothing over the weekend, nothing on Monday. Well, yesterday, Dustin posts on his... They released a Bachelors in the City podcast where they had the Roses for Everybody duo on. The the people that are trying to get more body diversity into the show, which is a good thing. They had them on, and they said they recorded it a few weeks ago, which... Certainly understandable. Some people record podcasts well in advance. But then Dustin throws up on his Instagram stories yesterday recorded this a few weeks ago, wouldn't have thought this would be our last episode, but I'm happy we're going out with a positive bang. Thank you, Roses, for everybody, for coming on and inspiring. What? <laughs> so they just flat out quit? Just out and out, just quit their podcast. Because, and look, I'm no dummy. It is clear why they quit the podcast. You can talk about bad ratings and bad reviews and they weren't making any money and Peter's travel schedule. You can give all that BS answer you want. The bottom line is they didn't want to address and they didn't want to hold, take any accountability for that awful podcast that they produced on October, on August 19th. Sorry. That's why they quit. And I know this for two reasons. (laughs) Number one, they didn't even give a goodbye podcast Like, if you know you're having one last episode, you can go online, you can go on your podcast and say, hey, everyone, this is our last episode. Why wouldn't you want to do that? That's kind of a dick move for the people that actually did like that podcast, as few of them as there are out there. They absolutely could have done that. And they didn't. They just said, Dustin put it in his Instagram stories. I listened to the beginning and end of their podcast that was released yesterday. They didn't say it. Hell, at the end of yesterday's podcast, they're still talking about, hey, if you want to be a third roommate, which is like being a guest on their show, you know, contact us here. We'll be back, you know, and then, then Dustin releases that. So to not even tell your fans in the podcast, this is our last one, pretty much goes to show that they just decided unilaterally, like, okay, we're done. We don't want to deal with this. The other reason and I know this, because I brought this up last week, was because, when that podcast came out on August 19th, a sexual assault survivor had reached out to me and said, hey, just want to let you know that really bothered me what they did today. And I wrote them on I DM them on the Batches in the City Instagram and the producer, Emma. And I'm going to have these screenshots of this because she told me I could share it. I'm going to share the screenshots that she wrote to the show and what the show wrote back to her a week ago. But basically, I'll just read it to you here real quick. Um, Emma, the producer, wrote back and said, I was wondering if you've had any interest in having this conversation on the podcast. I think that's really important that we use our platform to elevate voices, and I think that we need to have a conversation about the impact of how we talked about the Nate issue. Good thing, I guess. I mean, kind of weird that you're uh, a sexual assault survivor reaches out to you and they are like, hey, you want to come on the podcast to tell us how bad we're doing? and how triggering that was, but at least they were trying, I guess, some points. Would you be willing to come on and talk with Dustin and Peter as a third roommate and share how you felt listening and why, how we can do better? So clearly, they, after that podcast came out, they were thinking of doing more podcasts, bringing people on, and there was a little bit of back and forth. And basically, Emma then finally went back to this person and said, We like the idea of talking with you. We also didn't want to put the burden on you of explaining the impact of our statements on our third roommate. So we have reached out to a couple of professionals and are hoping to have a very raw and real conversation about how playing into harmful tropes has a resoundingly negative effect. The response from our audience was visceral, and we want to make it clear that we heard and are looking to learn. So this was eight days ago. Eight days ago, their producer was like, Yes, we want to have more podcasts. We realize we screwed up. We're going to have professionals on. We're going to talk about it. And then Dustin just, on his Instagram stories, just says, yeah, we're out. We're done. That was our last podcast. I'm sorry. That's chicken shit. Because now he's not held accountable for anything that he said. He's just going to ride off into the sunset with basically that being the last podcast he released in regards to this show and how he defended Nate and the awful things that he said. I mean, talk about quitting. Now, what's what's the saying? When the going gets tough, quit. (laughs) When life gives you lemons, quit. When your backs are up against the wall, quit. The chips are stacked against you, just quit. (laughs) Look, I, I, I I will admit that was from my former employer 20 years ago, Jim Rome, who used to just crucify people who quit because he didn't like quitters like TJ Lavin. And he would always just take every phrase where you're not supposed to quit and turn it into just quit. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I use that. But yeah, I, there's no other way to describe it. The timing is not coincidental whatsoever. The bottom line is they didn't want to deal with the negative backlash. They didn't want to have to address what Dustin said. And you know what? Even if he's not doing a podcast anymore, the fact that Dustin hasn't even gone on his own Instagram story his Instagram feed 13 days or, you know, whatever it is, 10, 11 days since that podcast came out and addressed anything that he said. That pretty much shows you where he stands on things. And you know, if he does it now, it's way too late, dude. Everybody's called you out and you've said nothing. So I just think this is comical. And the fact that they just flat out quit on this, man, that's just embarrassing. Okay, uh, one story for you in the pop culture world, and then I'm going to get to my Olive Garden story, which you're going to like. I think you will. I think it's funny. I saw a tweet the other day, yesterday actually, in regards to someone talking about the Ashley Simpson SNL thing. You remember that from years ago. But if I were to tell you what was the Ashley Simpson SNL story, most of you would say like, oh yeah, that's right, she was lip syncing on SNL. And... I just saw the tweet. It was just so random. I mean, who's talking about Ashley Simpson nowadays? But I saw it, and this tweet made a good point because everybody knows if you put the words Ashley Simpson and SNL, it seems to be synonymous with lip syncing. And Ashley Simpson never lip synced on SNL. Her song was about to start, and you know most lead singers and most singers sing with a a back – I'm – I'm terrible with the wording, but it's like an audio track playing behind them and they're singing over it. The wrong song started playing and then she just did a jig on stage and left and they went to commercial break. She never started to sing, she never tried to lip sync the song. But yet it's always been Ashley Simpson lip synced on SNL and she didn't. So I kind of just want to make that clear if anybody was wondering hey, what, uh, whatever happened with that Ashley Simpson SNL lip syncing fiasco? Finasco. She didn't. She never lip synced. The back track started playing the wrong song, and she didn't know what to do. So she kind of just started doing a jig up there, and then they went to commercial break. So Ashley, I'm behind you. I'm fine with that. I think it was during the Pieces of Me stage, that song. She was going to sing that, and a different song started playing, and she didn't know what to do. So yeah, just want to clear it up. Ashley Simpson did not lip sync (laughs) on SNL, and that was from a tweet that I saw yesterday, and I have no idea why that person tweeted that, but it made a good point because I was like, yeah, no, she didn't, but it's always been associated that she did. All right, I've got an Olive Garden story, and this was from yesterday, and it kind of goes to show how insanely obsessive I am about my Olive Garden. I go there yesterday for lunch. I get rigatoni with meatballs and marinara sauce they give me my plate. I taste it. I'm like, "Oh. Hey, can you can you possibly send this back because you gave me meat sauce and not marinara sauce?" And cuz I was sitting at the bar. When I go by myself, I just sit at the bar and eat. And bartender says, "Okay, yeah, I'll take it back. No problem." Comes back out and he's like, "Hey, this is um the cook's told me, like this is the marinara this is marinara. He didn't he didn't put meat sauce on it." And I'm like, ah. And look, I wasn't being a Karen. I wasn't, I certainly wasn't being a dick about this. I was kind of laughing and joking, and the people next to me were kind of giggling. I was like, man, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm kind of, <laughs> I didn't say I'm kind of a big deal, but I'm, I'm like, I kind of know this place. I've been here enough. This is not marinara. I know what your marinara sauce tastes like. This isn't marinara. And he's like, well, the cooks told me it was. He goes, it's not the meat sauce. And I'm like, is there another sauce that you guys have that you could have put red sauce? He's like, no, the only red sauces we have are marinara and meat. I'm like, all I know is I've come to this restaurant probably over 100 times in my life, probably even more than that. And this isn't the marinara sauce that I know. And he's like, huh? He's like, do you want me to get a different sauce? I'm like, no, I mean, it's not like it was terrible, but it wasn't the marinara that I was used to. So I'm like, I just really wanted to know, like, what happened? And I was like, hey, can you do me a favor? It's a small thing, but can you go to the back and get me a little cup of marinara and a little cup of meat sauce and just bring it out? And I'll I'll taste both and be like, see, I told you I was right. (laughs) And he's like, okay. And so he brings out a little cup of marinara and a little cup of meat sauce. And I dip my fork in the marinara, and that's the marinara that's on my rigatoni. And I'm like, okay, so this is the marinara on here. All I'm saying is this isn't the marinara that you guys have normally had. Something's changed. He's like, no, it's this is our marinara sauce. And then a manager came from the back and she was just like, yeah, no, this is our marinara sauce and this is our meat sauce. You can tell the meat sauce is obviously meatier. It's got some meat chunks in there, meatball chunks in it, whatever. I'm like, okay. I mean, I'll just continue eating it. It wasn't terrible, but I know this isn't the marinara that I'm used to. About three minutes later, the manager who had come out comes back. And says, yep, you're right. We switched out our, marin- we have a new marinara sauce as of two weeks ago. <laughs> and then I literally raised my arms in victory. I'm like, yes, I knew it. Not that I was like, you know, rubbing it in that they were wrong and I was right. I was just, I just felt, and I wasn't mad at them for anything. I was just like, I know my taste buds. I know my olive garden. I know that I'm right about this. This isn't their normal marinara. And it wasn't. They changed it out two weeks ago and I was happy and um, didn't affect their tip whatsoever. Uh, that's one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is horrible tippers. So I actually gave the guy 40% tip um, and he did nothing extra other than, you know, he gave he gave me the two, uh, you know, he got me have the taste test that I asked him to go get, but I ended up giving a 40% tip just because this was not about them and poor service or anything like that. But, you know, I know they have to do like, hey, the customer is always right, but I knew I was right deep down inside. Let's be honest. And I ended up being right, but it was just funny. The people next to me had a, got a kick out of it because every time the manager would go to the back or the the bartender would walk away, I'm like, man, I'm telling you, this isn't their marinara. I know what it tastes like. This isn't it. And, uh, and it wasn't, and I didn't, I had no idea they changed out the marinara. I hadn't been there in definitely over two weeks. So. Yeah, and I wonder if this is a whole, you know, chain restaurant thing, and it's all the Olive Gardens because remember a while back I told you they changed their breadsticks, but yet at some places they didn't change their breadsticks. So I don't know if this is a we're gonna test the new marinara out and see if I don't know. But man, I was <laughs> I felt so proud that my taste buds knew exactly what Olive Garden marinara sauce tastes like. And I was able to pinpoint it the second I took my first bite of that meal yesterday. I was like, this isn't it. Now, at first, I thought it was meat sauce. I was wrong about that. But um, I knew it wasn't their original marinara. And I'm very happy. And Olive Garden, do better. Go back to the original <laughs> marinara, please. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with yet another daily roundup. Hopefully nothing crazy happens in the uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette world. But, um, yeah, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.